Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Joining us is our guest today, Sadiq Ahmed. And Sadiq is one of the founders of Quicksilver, card, the, the company that enables retailers to launch gift cards. I guess that's probably the easiest way to say it, isn't it, uh, Sadiq? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably the simplest <laughs> way to put it. You know, I, I can't do it justice. So why don't you start off by telling us exactly what Quicksilver does and, and how you do it? Sure, sure, sure. So there are two parts to our business. One is we work with uh, merchants, any merchants who does commerce of any type, whether it is a ride-sharing company like Grab or whether it is like a mall like Capitaland. So we work with them to launch their prepaid cards, gift cards, white-labeled wallets, any type of stored value uh, instruments. And we provide the technology so the merchant doesn't need to install anything, set up anything. It's it's just uh, uh, plug-and-play for them. And on the second side, primarily, we enable them to distribute these gift cards into, like what you said, uh, bank reward catalogs, into employee reward programs, mm. physical stores like 7-Eleven, Cheers, uh, Fair Price, etc. So, so these are two parts of our business. That's essentially what we do. So uh, gift cards have been around for a long time. I've been buying them for my family for years, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure many of our listeners have as well. And I bought a Woolworths card yeah. in Australia while I was there, which I now yeah, realize was yeah, done by you. Yeah, yeah. So what have you done? Have you replaced existing gift cards, or is it a new model, or did you come into the market? And how, how does it work? That's what I'm curious. Because gift cards have been around a lot longer than absolutely, your company. Absolutely. Yeah. So just to give you a brief background, we started out in India. So the story starts this way that in India, when we started out, there was going to be a big boom in right. uh, retail. And people at that time were having paper vouchers. So right. paper vouchers are equivalent to cash. Mm. And gift cards are equivalent to a debit card or a credit card, primarily a card-based system, which is all real time. So a year went by for us talking to these retailers. And by the time we came in, the retailers were shutting down because the boom was over. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was a bit of a challenge for us. But then what happened was the, like what you asked, the exact opening that we saw was that the vouchers were getting digitized. Yes. And we, with our technology, were able to reduce fraud do all the transactions right, real right, time right, right, right. and uh, at the back office there was no counting there was no collection so we took a couple of years to actually digitize the whole voucher management system and after that we launched digital cards so yes. uh, that helped that in a way that i could actually send you a digital card and you could walk into a store and just show the digital card and it will get accepted which for the right. benefit of our listeners yeah. is exactly what i did i i had an australian bank account westpac yeah. They sent me a $50 voucher card for Woolworths, and all I had was a code so that when I went into the store in Australia, Mm. I I bought my shopping, punched in the code, and $50 was immediately taken off the bill. So it was wonderful. So... I'm assuming straight away it's easier and it reduces fraud and it reduces all kinds of corruption possibilities. And distribution becomes far more easier. So earlier, if you would have seen that uh, when you would redeem your loyalty points, your reward catalog, through your reward catalogs, you would either get physical uh, products or you would get physical gift cards. Correct. Mm. Now you probably are, say, in a Robinson store here or in a Capital Mall here and you were using an American Express gift card. Sorry, American Express credit card and you had some loyalty points and you wanted to redeem it for a gift card, you could do it all real time and then just show it in the store and the gift card will be accepted. Well, as it is. In conversation with Sadiq Ahmed, who is one of the co-founders of Quicksilver, the largest gift card and prepaid SaaS 
Is that how you say it? Yeah. yeah. Platform? Yeah. Oh, what is SaaS? So it's a software as a service. Software uh, as a service. Okay. Uh, in technology terms, what we do is we host the entire platform in the cloud. Mm. And all that a customer does is plug into our APIs. And that's it. So it's a B2B play. Yeah. Earlier, if you would have heard. B2B being... What uh, is business, business to business. Yeah, just couldn't clarify for everybody, including <laughs> me. Yes. Sadiq, what is the kind of what are the secret sauce that Quicksilver offers over your competitors, over other people? Because it, it it's a space with a lot of players in it. As I told you, there are a lot of distributors, but in the transaction management space where we come in, there are very few. Security is is the key because uh, we end up managing money. And when we manage money, there are a lot of regulations that come in. There is uh, uh, quite a bit of attacks that might come in, frauds, uh, not just people hacking into the system, mm. but people trying to social engineer it, right? Uh, in a way that someone calls you, someone wants your PIN and wants to add your gift card and stuff like that. Right. So that's where we come in, where we have actually secured the whole process right from issuance of the gift card to the gift cards being accepted at the physical store or even a digital store. So, for example, in uh, Southeast Asia, we power Grab's gift cards, Lazada's gift cards, Capitaland, Fraser's, Golden Village cards are powered by us. And we also have a strategic relationship with Nets. So Nets is a finance company where you see all the devices uh, in, in retail stores being powered by Nets. So technically, we can launch any gift card of any merchant without actually uh, integrating into their systems and just using the terminal uh, right. that Nets provides. So well, you also said you, mm. you're involved with the physical gift cards as well. Absolutely. Does that mean the chip that's inside them? Uh, it's the magnetic strip card okay. where you swipe the gift mm. cards. So if you would have seen earlier... Fraser's mall gift cards were actually magnetic strip gift right, cards where you could swipe the gift mm. cards. But then now we have digitized everything. So they are QR code. You add it to your phone and you just walk in and you use it. What was the process like, Sadiq, to to come up with this idea? And how many years did it take you and your co-founders to you know, get this going? Because, you know, many, many people listening might be interested in startups or startup culture, maybe Absolutely. have one of their own or interested in a, in a, uh, an idea they want to launch. Yeah. It took us totally 10 years to get an exit, a large part of our lives. When we started out, we were actually in a parking lot. So we had put in cardboards around parking lots so people couldn't see us. <laughs> so, so so that's that's essentially how we started out. And it was a big struggle for a couple of years because we were trying to find out what exactly would be the application of what we were developing. Mm. So it was not like there was a large customer demand. It was more like we were anticipating that there would be a demand. Mm. And hence, we started building this up. Initially, it was quite a bit of a struggle because remember, you're managing money and people do not want to outsource management of money for retailers. Second, you said you were hosting in the cloud. Ten years back, hosting in the cloud was too risky. Right. right. And uh, then the third was, in many of these aspects, regulatory concerns come in because when you're collecting money, people need to make sure that this money is not obtained by fraudulent purposes or means. So, uh, again, there was risk. But we did everything we were not told to do, and that worked out okay. It took us a long time, right? And the business plan changed as we started seeing different uh, types of customers. The biggest break came to us when we launched Amazon's gift card in India. This was the first time that Amazon 
ever worked with a technology provider on gift card side wow. and that actually changed our trajectory we raised money also from amazon uh, we were in fact one of the first companies that amazon funded uh, in india and uh, the second big break came in when we started expanding internationally so we expanded into middle east where we power quite a large set of retail groups and then we expanded to southeast asia where again um, we have in the short span of two and a half years we have signed some of the leading merchants in singapore indonesia malaysia and, uh, so it sounded like you had to be flexible in in those early days to respond to market changes or to anticipate what they would be and i'm, I'm talking with sadiq ahmed who's one of the co-founders of quicksilver the uh, largest gift card and prepaid software as a service platform and and sadiq you know, what do you recognize that as being part of your your secret to success, which is, okay, lean times in the first few years, but as long as you can adapt to the circumstance in front of you, you have a chance of surviving. Absolutely. So we had to build pipelines into these retailers. I mean, that's what I say, uh, groundwork, payment pounding into these retailers. So uh, it took us, uh, and, and our business, money is made when there are a large number of transactions. Mm-hmm. So volume gets us the revenues. So it took, it took a lot of investment, not just in terms of money, but in terms of people and time with respect to building this platform out. And as you rightly said, uh, it was flexible enough, which is what our secret sauce was, as you asked me earlier. Gift cards used to exist, but then most of the platforms couldn't adapt to changes that were in developing countries, whether it is India, Indonesia, or Middle East. And most of these countries' primary businesses in business-to-business gift cards are actually uh, not a consumer play in these businesses. Mm. And the Western companies were not ready for such a change into their platform. And that's actually what helped us. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm always interested in, uh, and, and our listeners are, in that light bulb moment, the Eureka moment. You know, as a kid, I'm sure you never <laughs> thought, one day we will have a digital gift card. So when was the moment between you and your investors when you saw that gap in the mo- that market, when you said, gift cards, that's where we should go, and this is the reason why? What was the moment that sort of that light bulb moment for you guys? So I think Amazon was the light bulb moment. So pre-Amazon, we were having quite a few customers, but then Amazon brought a whole lot of change into the market and they were pretty successful in the gift card business in US. And they came with a lot of patience, a lot of effort to make sure that this business succeeds in India. And uh, and that's where I think what we started realizing was that this is going to be big. And today, as we see, of course, Amazon's in uh, entry helped. But then overall, as a market, today we power, we manage around $2 billion worth of gift cards on our platform, which is a pretty huge amount mm. in, in Asia. And uh, I can actually say that we are the largest gift card guys in Asia today. And it seems so obvious to me, listening to you now, of course, there's a gap in the market. It's a $2 billion gap in the market. People want to exchange gift cards. Digital retail has exploded. So my question is, why wasn't it done sooner in this part of the world? Mm. And also, this is the key point, I like what you said about you did everything that people told you not to say, to do, which is I can imagine some people listening thinking, oh, (laughs) risk. (laughs) You took risks. And I wonder sometimes, do we take enough risks in Singapore Mm -hmm. to find those gaps in the market? So I think it's changing. This is what I've heard, that people used to be less risky in Singapore. 
But from the time I have been here, I don't see that. I am seeing people taking more and more risks. Educational institutions encouraging students to take risks these days. And the market, Southeast Asia itself exploding. So one big change that happened was we were primarily powering uh, gift cards of physical brands. So in distributed uh, regions like India or Indonesia or Malaysia and in Singapore, uh, what would happen is people going into a physical store and then buying a gift card was, was very difficult. But when we st started launching digital gift cards, say a Lazada gift card, mm. say a Grab gift card, in fact, recently uh, the CEO of Grab actually recommended buying Grab gift cards as last moment gifts, just, just like day before yesterday as for Christmas gift. So that has actually helped the digital brands in combination of digital gift cards as what actually exploded the market. And Singapore is basically our biggest market today outside India. Is that right? Yes, yes. Small for, for digital gift cards? Absolutely. Wow, I'm yeah. genuinely surprised by that because yeah. my question was going to be that I always felt that for cultural reasons, Singapore held on to the bricks and mortar bookstore, uh, bookstore, listen to my author speak, uh, <laughs> retail phenomenon a lot longer than other countries because we want to get out of our houses mm -hmm. because it's hot mm -hmm. and we live in small homes mm -hmm. so we go to the malls. It's a cultural thing to mm -hmm. go to malls in Singapore. So I'm surprised to hear you say that Singapore yeah. is the second biggest market yeah. for gift uh, cards. Yeah, The primary reason being also that most of these gift cards, as I told you, are bought by businesses for rewarding ah. employees, for rewarding their customers and promoting their products. Mm. So digital becomes far easier to distribute versus a physical voucher or physical gift card. And focus of Singapore government and banks towards dig digitization and innovation has actually helped to grow this market far, far faster. Got it, got it. Sadiq, what's, what, are, what are the pain points now? So it's, digi it's digital, you don't have to get a physical card anymore. That took away one big, big pain point, right? Makes it very easy. What's the next pain point that you need to solve going forward to make this even easier to use these digital gift cards? Yeah. So it's more than technology, it's cultural. So in a developed market like US, 80% of gift cards are actually sold in consumer and not in business. That's my point. Yeah. That was my um, point. And that's yeah. a 150 billion market yeah. uh, wow. in US. In Asia, most of the gift cards are sold in business and not in consumer. Mm -hmm. So what I see is the biggest challenge for the gift card market would be, can the same growth in business be reflected into the consumer segment? Because just as an example, I told you we power around in India maybe 1.5, 1.7 billion worth of gift cards. But 44 billion worth of gifting happens, which is still physical, hmm. which is still physical products. Whereas in US, around 30% of gifting happens through gift cards. Wow. So that's the growth that we are looking at here. And it is more cultural than Amazing. Sadiq Ahmad, the chief strategy officer and one of the co-founders of Quicksilver, the largest gift card and prepaid software as a service platform. Thanks so much for being on Weekend Mornings with us today. Yeah, thank you. And I'm honored to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.